things and experiences become brighter and fuller and richer, and it's what makes life wonderful. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you so much for being here. Today, we are going to talk about being present. I think that this is a topic that is discussed all the time, and yet very few of us adapt the modalities and learnings that we may have heard through books, blog posts, on social media, whatever it is, because our lives are moving at a rapid pace. I feel as though we were given these things to allow us to exponentially increase productivity. And instead of taking those things, such as cell phones, the internet, and applying them so that we could have more free time and enjoy life, we just utilize those um, things to make us do more and experience less and not have the time to be present. And kind of where this topic stems from is I was going through my annual journal. So I have like a daily journal that I write in every morning. And then I have one that's a little bit more sacred and it's for the annual milestones. So I do my hundred gratitudes in there. I do my reflections of the year and I opened it up and I wanted to write about kind of what I'm experiencing in this moment. This was a couple weeks or maybe it was a week ago. And I came across a note that I had written from last year after I did a deathbed meditation, which is kind of odd, you might be thinking, but I think it's a way for us to truly tap into the energy that time is precious and it's our most valuable asset resource um, and it goes by so dang fast And I think sometimes our priorities can be out of whack. We might be doing things because we feel as though we have to. And when you allow yourself to really feel into the idea that our time here is finite, by doing this meditation, you really gain perspective on what's important to you, what matters. Maybe if you're going through a stressful time, it helps alleviate that stress and show you that it's all meant to be easy and fun and joyful. And the challenges you face are just brief moments in time. If you think of the Grand Canyon, they're like little pebbles in the Grand Canyon, which is a representation of life. So anyway, I came across this meditation recap that I wrote down. I wrote down some notes of what I gathered from it. And then I read it to Tyler, my husband. And the minute I was reading it to him, this uh, Grateful Dead song came on and the lyric was deathbed. The moment I was reading it to him, they kept saying deathbed over and over again. Now he's going to kill me because I don't know the name of the song for you deadheads out there. Maybe you do. But I just thought that was so incredible. What are the odds that I decided to read this out loud and then that happened? So 
something just told me deep inside that I needed to share this message. And a lot of it really revolves around this opportunity for us to be more present in our lives. So I'm going to read to you what the um, summary was from this meditation. And then I want to talk about how do we get, how do we become present and why do we want to do that? Like, what are the benefits of that? So for the recap, um, I was lying down. Of course, I was hella old. <laughs> Homegirl is going to live a lot longer <laughs> than now um, in this meditation. And my kids were all around me and their kids were around me. And um, I was telling them how easy it was to see the little moments as the big ones, smelling, tasting, touching, listening, the things that create a robust and colorful life. Be grateful for today and every day as it goes by so fast. Have a softness in your heart for yourself and others. Forgive. Don't take things too seriously. Make choices that feel good. All roads lead to Rome. Just pick a path. And even every time I read it, I'm just like, it just feels true. It feels right. And a big focus of this summary was really allowing ourselves to experience the senses of life. And how often do we really do that? I mean, I'm guilty of it. I was trying to be more mindful with eating. And I remember looking down and actually seeing my food, smelling it before I put a bite in my mouth and chewing it slowly, which took a lot of effort, sadly, because I'm normally just shoving food in my mouth just so I can stop being hangry and move on to the next thing that I want to do. But it's that's the joy that creates the richness of life. And you might be like, okay, eating food, but it is. It's it's the thought that all that went into creating that meal, all the farmers and the distribution and the money you make to allow yourself to purchase that nourishing food and then creating it and putting it in your body and your food digesting it and having gratitude for that and really experiencing the flavors and the wonder of food. Like knowing that you can have that opportunity with simply eating a meal or just mindlessly plow through the food, right? There's two completely different experiences. Which one feels richer to you? I think it's a no-brainer when we see that there's so much opportunity by taking in mindfulness, awareness, being present in the moment. Um, I also wanted to read a few quotes from Eckhart Tolle's um, The Power of Now. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. It really does break it down in a way that our intellectual um, 3D world brains can understand. But a few quotes that I pulled from that book when I read it initially is, you're never fully here because you're always busy trying to get elsewhere. The present moment is regarded and treated as an obstacle to be overcome. And that resonated with me a lot because we're just going and going. We're not being present in the moment. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And then the other quote was, you cannot make an egoless state into a future goal and then work towards it. All you get is more dissatisfaction, more inner conflict, because it has always seemed that you have not arrived yet. 
have not obtained that state yet. And what this quote reflects to me is, yes, he's talking about the ego, but I think the ego thought our talking brain, our monkey mind is what can really distract us from being present in the moment. And The Power of Now, this book, it talks about how now the present moment is really all we have. And I'm sure you've heard that phrase before at one time or another, but let's break this down a little bit is when you think of the future, you are thinking about the future through now. Your thought is coming to you in this exact moment. Now that moment's gone already, right? We can't think the future isn't a place. It all is experienced through this moment. And same with the past. When you're thinking about things that happened to you in the past, there is no past. It's our thoughts that we're thinking right now about something that has happened. So really kind of is mind boggling when you can grasp that concept that this is all that we've got. And so then you might be asking yourself, okay, so how do I get there? And this is where that ego mind comes in. When I first started practicing this, I'm like, all right, I'm going to think my way into being present. And that, I mean, you're already lost. If that's what you're doing is I'm going to try and be present, you've already lost yourself. And that's okay. I've been there. It's that ego that's like, all right, let's roll up our sleeves and be present so we can move on to the next thing. Um, (laughs) But really, it's about quieting the mind so that we can experience the moments before us with presence and awareness and not have that incessant chatter with an opinion, a judgment about the experience of what's going on. So ways in which I've discovered that have been helpful for me, because I'm it's a constant practice. I'm always in and out. I'm definitely more present now than I've ever been in my entire life. Well, probably when I was a kid, because most kids are just present to the moment. And that's a great, great opportunity is for you to look at your kids. Like, they don't care what's happening tomorrow. They're not worried about paying their taxes. Like they're just chilling, hanging out with Barbie. Like (laughs) they're a great representation of what it's like to be present and how joyful they are because they truly are experiencing every moment fully. But if you're like me and you have a challenge with it, a few things I just wanted to share. So um, the first one is I use my senses slowly. So what this means is like taste, touch, um, sight. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of losing the thought there, but you know what I mean? Your sense, six senses or five senses. So the first thing I'll do is if I'm really riled up, a lot of people will be like, okay, take a deep breath, go in your nose for four count, hold it for seven out your mouth for eight. It is a great exercise, but sometimes if I'm really caught up in the day, I can't slow down. Breathing almost makes it worse because I can't slow my breath down. And then my voice comes in to judge me. Oh, you can't even breathe right. And it's like, okay, <laughs> now we're, we're backfired again. So what, one of the things I'll do is I'll actually look at my hand. I'm kind of doing it right now. And I just stare at my hand and I look at all the different wrinkles and maybe my nails need to be done. But just instead of thinking, it's just noticing, which I guess is a thought, but it's not judging. So I'm not looking, oh, I need to get my nails done. I wonder if I can make an appointment or whatever it is, right? I'm just noticing without judgment and just 
allowing myself to look at my hand. I'll look at the inside of it. And focusing on that really does allow me to calm down. And then from there, I will try and feel the energy within my hand. So again, I'm kind of doing it right now. It's feeling the motions and maybe I can feel my heartbeat or I can feel like a tingling sensation. And it's kind of crazy that this is existing all the time and because it's not my focus and I'm not present to it, I don't even recognize it. But this activity tends to slow me down and then I can go into the breathing and then I can like settle myself and become more present. Another way with the senses is listening to the sounds around me. So just kind of closing my eyes and allowing myself to hear sounds that aren't maybe within my direct vicinity. So like what's happening outside, maybe I hear a lawnmower or car driving by or bird chirping, but just allowing myself to experience with my senses what is happening around me. Um, Another way in which I help myself kind of tap into being more present is do an activity that requires focus. Um, Going back to the nails again, I love painting my nails. (laughs) It's like my favorite thing because it takes a lot of focus um, and I enjoy doing it and I want to do it well. So, or painting in general, um, also waxing my dad's car, doing an activity that is somewhat physical, like you're doing something with your hands or um, yeah, it's something that you are doing physically. It's not like reading a book necessarily, because that's challenging to not have thought because you're reading to yourself through your thought. Um, I've always found this to just pull me back into center because I'm just in the moment. I'm not thinking, um, I'm just being, I'm just doing. And then the third way in which I do this is add focus to something that I generally do mindlessly. So maybe this is the first time you've done a roll like a Rolodex. You've done a cleanse of looking at your life and you're like, wait, I'm actually not present at all. Or maybe you're like, yeah, I'm pretty present for the most part. But maybe you take a moment and you're like, all right, brushing my teeth. I don't ever think about what that feels like. And I have an electric toothbrush and it actually is a very enjoyable experience. I highly recommend you try paying attention to it because it's just like massaging your gums. And I have a two minute timer on my brush and just slowly allowing yourself to experience that. Um, Making your bed, maybe feeling the sheets, the creaminess of the cotton, the fluffiness of your pillow, um, the blanket and the coziness, just really immersing yourself in whatever activity that you generally don't focus on. It's kind of autopilot, turning your car on. Um, getting dressed. So buttoning the buttons slowly, zippering the zippers, like, um, and then again, eating slowly. I kind of talked about this before and looking at your food and really seeing it and smelling it and then chewing it slowly. My grandpa actually chews his food 32 times every single bite. It's wild. He's 91 years old, so it's obviously working (laughs) and he's super, he's doing really well. Um, but that's all, all joking aside, like, These three, so using my senses slowly, doing an activity that requires focus, and then adding focus to something that you do mindlessly, like these three tiny little things, three tiny little shifts 
can make a vast difference in your day-to-day. And you might be being like, okay, well, why? Because it allows you to be more focused. You're more aware. So things and experiences become brighter and fuller and richer. And it's what makes life wonderful. Not to mention, this can bleed into all activities that you do. So you know those people that you talk to and they just are great listeners or they give you wonderful eye contact or you just feel energetically that they're there? That's who I want to be. That's how I want to show up. And showing up in that way in my business, when I'm writing an email or I'm driving in my car, whatever it is, the more present we can be to life, the more joyful life will be. And it also keeps us from getting caught up in thought, which oftentimes is related to fear or worry or stress. Um, So there's tons of studies out there. I was going to look this up, but I was overwhelmed by the results. So just Google it, like the the benefits of being present or um, yeah, like the, the value because it's immense. It's huge. And allowing you to stop your thought so that you can enjoy the richness of life without the narrative. And then also connect deeper into the wisdom of your soul. Because again, the podcast, Connect Back In, it's all about listening to that inner guidance, that inner wisdom, not the intellectual brain. It's your heart, not your head. And when you're more present, you are able to access that center of wisdom much, much easier than when you're caught up in the chatter and the thought. So yeah, today's episode was somewhat short, but I hope you got something from it. Um, maybe challenge yourself to live a little bit more mindlessly. Like what's one thing you can take away from this podcast that you will implement starting today? Is it brushing your teeth and paying attention or chewing your food slower or, um, I don't know, whatever it is you choose, it's your choice, but I hope that it brought you something that you can take away and, become more mindless and present to this life because it is short and I want you to get the most out of it and enjoy each and every moment as best you can. So thank you as always for listening and until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.